You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Josh Miller turned now his annual St. Jude Rock and Roll Marathon Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey into Cooper. a 410-mile trek through the North Carolina mountains on his way from Charlotte to Nashville. He ran, he cycled, and most importantly, he raised money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital while his wife and kids followed along in an RV. And he's here today to talk to us on the Running Around Charlotte podcast to tell us more about his amazing trek. Josh, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And I'm also joined by DZ Lucchese. How are you doing, DZ? Man, still great, still great. All right. Josh, I, I got to ask you, like, what, what <laughs> you're waiting in bed, <laughs> and all of a sudden this idea comes to you that says, hey, I ought to run from Charlotte to Nashville. It might not have been that simple, but Tell us about where did where the idea come from and what happened. Well, I've been training uh, with the Run Fire Group, you know, for the uh, April Nashville Marathon, which is a St. Jude Marathon. And of course, uh, you know, the pandemic came our way and kind of threw everyone for a loop. And I had really been training, wanted to get the best time I could possibly get. Uh, and the day the marathon came, of course, it was postponed or canceled. And I went out that day. I had told my wife the night before, hey, I, I'm thinking about waking up in the morning and running a marathon. I said, I'm just not sure where I'm going to do it yet. And uh, she woke up with me at four. We actually drove to the very tip top of Charlotte on uh, South Tri or Tryon Street mm -hmm. uh, up in the university area. And she dropped me off that morning. And I ran down to uh, over the Buster Boyd Bridge uh, into South Carolina to hit my marathon and it got my best time I'd ever got. But my wife had posted about it because she that quickly the night before had called a bunch of our friends and said, hey, Joshua's planning on running a marathon tomorrow. Uh, I don't want to do it by himself. Could you know, people be out there uh, just to support him? So I had friends that were all along try on. Uh, That's awesome. Hand, handing me Gatorades, holding up signs, just cheer me along. Uh, one of my friends actually got on a bike and rode the last seven or eight miles with me. And mm -hmm. I say risked her, risk her life because we were running into traffic down Tryon uh, in oh. South Carolina. And there's no sidewalk. And it's just car after car after car on Saturday. But uh, the people at St. Jude, uh, and we've been long time, uh, I think, like you said, Mm -hmm. uh, DC is we've had a draw on our account for the longest time uh, uh, to, to donate money uh, monthly to St. Jude. We just think it's a great cause. And my wife is a blogger here in Charlotte and uh, you know, she's got kind of a following and they saw her posting about it and said, Hey, we saw that he was going to run the St. Jude marathon. That's awesome that he did this. Like we should do something to raise money if you guys are interested. So we hopped on a zoom call with them and we're just kind of brainstorming it. And I kind of half jokingly said, Hey, I should just run to Nashville. And it got a laugh out of everybody. And they said, well, they, that's funny, but like, let's come up with something that could really happen. And I said, all right, we'll, we'll think about it. So I just got my wheels turning uh, with my wife and just said, Hey, like we should do this. Like this, it feels doable. I've never run that far in that short amount of, time. Mm -hmm. uh, I love a challenge 
and uh, we just started kind of, you know, at the house putting numbers together on, you know, what would the mileage breakdown do? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how how do can my body do that much mileage every day? Uh, is it worth giving it a shot? And you know, getting the family on board to do it because it wasn't just me. I mean, there was a team of people yeah. uh, helping me along the way. Now, and before we, before I ask you the personal uh, connection to all of this, I have to ask the question because I've seen this nowhere in any of the articles or any of the stuff that I've read or seen about this. Is other than the <laughs> that's funny, yeah. Let's think it's a real idea. How did you sell this to your family? <laughs> it's like, no, 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 seriously, we can do this. <laughs> I, it wasn't a hard sell. My wife knows, like, I, I'm usually like a big thinker in that. And mm-hmm. I, why run the five miles for, for me? Why run five when I could run 10? Why do this? Sure. The next bigger thing. And <laughs> I just, we had been cooped up in the house, you know, in quarantine. Uh, I just said, I, and she knew it's kind of a pie in the sky. Once I saw yeah. Forrest Gump when I was younger, <laughs> I always had the dream of one day. And actually, I thought when I graduated college mm-hmm. that I would drive, I mean, I would do the run from Maine to California before I'd ever got married, before I would ever get a wow. job. I was going to do that. But of course, met my wife, got a job, jumped into <laughs> having kids right away. And this was probably the closest thing I was going to get to doing that kind of a route. And I just kind of sold it to her and said, hey, we're going to be out in the house, about the house, you know, yeah. seeing the country. Uh, doing something to raise money. And I mean, my wife was like, let's do it. Jumped right on board. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, and, and thank you for that diversion, but I do want folks to know that, uh, that you do have a personal connection to St. Jude. I'd love for you to share that story again. Yeah. And it's, and I, and it's a personal connection. I didn't learn about until we started doing this. Um, uh, you know, I, I have Lyme's disease. It's some, and, and I contracted it when I was in kindergarten. I knew that a doctor who uh, had, and I'd been in two different hospitals that could not figure out what was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. My health was deteriorating, and my parents pulled me uh, from a hospital in Portsmouth, Ohio, and then took me to uh, uh, Columbus Children's Hospital. And a doctor there, I just knew it was a doctor, had come in and did an examination. They were like, we can't figure out what's wrong. And said, this kid has Lyme disease, which at this time, mm-hmm. I don't think they had really seen Lyme that far south uh, on the eastern seaboard. There was more of a New England type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just knew that that doctor gave them the idea. They changed the course of how they were treating me. And I got better. It was not until I was telling my sister about, hey, we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to raise money for St. Jude. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so great that you're giving back to St. Jude after they saved your life. And I was like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, the doctor who came in to see you was a St. Jude doctor. So I, of course, had to call my mom and was like, was the doctor that came in a Saint, from St. Jude? And they're like, yeah, the doctor was like on a visit <laughs> from St. Jude, came in, like looked you over, did an examination, helped them figure it out. So that's when the connection became Holy really yeah. strong. That is amazing, man. Golly, coming talking about coming for a full circle, right? <laughs> but like I said, we've we've been longtime supporters. That's, yeah. I mean, helping kids get better. If yeah. you can't get behind that, I don't know what you can get behind. <laughs> you're yeah, right. Okay, you're right. Absolutely. That's an easy sell. <laughs> yeah, 
Now, tell us about the planning process. Uh, how, how long did it take to plan this out? Uh, how integral was your family in helping you lay the plans out and, you know, put the RV together, uh, plans, backup plans? Uh, it was, you know, weathers, injuries, things like that. What, what did all that entail? It was a pretty fast planning process just for the fact that we really wanted to get it done. And I'm, and I'm a doer. I'm not one. When something comes up, if they had said, yeah, let's do this next year, I'd have, I would have died of anticipation. Uh, and we knew the weather was getting warmer. Uh, so it, we jumped in right away. And the first thing was, how much money are we going to raise? And, mm-hmm. you know, I, of course, went big. And my wife and I said, you say a number and I say a number. And I said 100,000. And then she said 50. <laughs> and yeah. I said, well, I think we can raise more than 50. So we actually settled on our goal was 84,000, which was the year that I had Lyme disease and, you know, that St. Jude doctor saved me. So goal was set. And then it got to be, what's the plan? How do we do this? Uh, the folks at St. Jude were awesome. They're like, we have contacts, we can get an RV sponsored. We can, we can help you with these sponsorships and this, and you, and you know, like you'll be able to get checks and hold money back to do things. And we quickly decided we didn't want to, we didn't want to hold money back. We didn't want to do any of that mm-hmm. stuff. Like everything that we were earning, we wanted to go to St. Jude and my in-laws have an RV. It's huge. I quickly sold them on, you guys need a break. <laughs> you need a vacation. <laughs> you should drive it. Let the kids stay in, in the RV. They were on that and it just got to be uh, buying Gatorades, buying water, buying food, mm-hmm. uh, planning meal prep, which my mother-in-law and my wife were great about figuring out uh, the types of things I needed, all the carbs, uh, lasagnas and and dumplings and everything to fuel me along the way. Uh, and it was buying shoes. <laughs> I think I, I spent about $1,000 in shoes. Uh, uh, got sponsorships uh, in shoes. I got sponsorships in uh, compression pants. I got sponsorships in socks. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there were a lot of great companies along the way. Uh, Run for Your Life was one of those that uh, stepped up as well. Uh, so a big thanks to them. But I, the process was quick. It was gathering in. It was uh, uh, just to get started before it got too hot. Or finish, right? Good grief. It can get just as hot in Nashville, that's for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, it, and my wife was great. She drove what we call the support car, which was just our, mm-hmm. our personal car. Uh, two miles an hour, <laughs> you know, the entire route, the kids uh, rode in the RV the entire time. And my in-laws basically drove the RV. We actually kind of first started, hey, I'm going to try eight mile or 10 mile segments at a time, just drive up, mm-hmm. you know, I'll meet the RV. I'll take a break for a little bit, replenish with some liquids and then hop out again. Mm-hmm. But you kind of learn that gets to be awfully crazy to try to have them stop every 10 miles, find a place, pull over with a huge RV. Yeah. So we basically just said, you know, go 30 miles ahead, find a good place for you guys. When I take a break, Miranda can pick me up, take me to you guys and then bring me back. And it was just a whole lot of that over the next two weeks of uh, uh, stopping and starting. And uh, we never saw rain. Which, uh, what? As far as the weather goes. <laughs> The mornings were cool. The uh, the the middays were excruciatingly hot, and the evenings yeah. and the nights were cool. Uh, I was always hoping for rain. I loved to run in the rain. I was hoping for clouds. 
Uh, I had the best tan in my life when I got done. <laughs> it's all gone now. Uh, but the, the weather, uh, you know, just the, the heat was the challenge. Yeah. Uh, of course, the worst part was uh, is uh, fracturing my foot about, mm -hmm. I think we tried to do, uh, it was about mile 72. And uh, that was very upsetting. Uh, I've been running uh, for a very long time and I run in a lot of places where there's no sidewalks. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I always have a rule, you hold your line. Once, you know, you feel like you've established a site with a vehicle and you, you're pretty sure that they've seen you, you hold your line, you expect them to hold theirs. And there was a big dump truck coming. There's no side. This is on a back two lane country road. And I just thought I'm not comfortable with where he still is. I looked at the ditch and thought, you know what? It's only going to be two or three steps. It's not a big deal. And of course, those two or three steps, I stepped in. Ankle rolled over. I felt a pop, you know, almost oh. came completely out of my shoe, stopped, <laughs> put my foot back in. I'm just kind of like, okay, like I don't think mm. anything happened. And that was an eight mile run. I had another eight mile run after that. And it was not until the night run. Uh, I was probably about a mile in and I looked at my wife in the car. I said, I think I may have like broke my foot. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, not like broken, can't walk on it, but it hurts so bad right now. Oh, uh, man. So woke up the next morning and it's like, all right, I'm going to give it a go. And ran eight more miles into Forest City, mm -hmm. right by a podiatrist office. <laughs> and <laughs> as soon as I got done, drove straight there. And of course, with, uh, with COVID going on, it was a whole process of having him look at it. Having, he had to write me a note to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm waiting in the hospital to get x-rays, taking those x-rays back to him. But it, it did come down that I had a uh, fracture in the foot and uh, very upsetting. I gotta tell you, I definitely shed some tears, uh, but we decided to do a cortisone shot and refocus and uh, try to grind it out, which we had brought a bike because uh, there was always a thought, you know, what if you get hurt? What if something yeah. happens? We're going to continue on. So the doctor was really saying he didn't want me on it for three days, period. But he's like, I can tell you're probably not going to stop. So it was a mm -hmm. balance of trying to let the foot get a little bit better. And then because, uh, again, I wanted to run. I wanted to run the entire thing. Yeah. Uh, so the last hundred miles, I tried to, to just stay completely off the bike. Mm -hmm. But it is. Uh, so what uh, injuries aside, and, and the disappointment of that, I'm I'm sure there were many cool parts of the trip that were just things you'll you'll carry with you for the rest of your life. Give give us some examples of some cool things you saw along the way, or you experienced, or uh, maybe somebody you met that just uh, ha will have a lasting impression. I, I there were so many people. Uh, I can't tell you, you know, just driving the thumbs up that people would get give. I think we were trying to think the first place we got just a cast donation. Uh, we it was off 64. We pulled into a gas station. My wife went inside to grab some extra Gatorades and the guy read the back of the, the support car, uh, came up and kind of pat me on my back and went inside. And, and he came back out before my wife did. And he handed me one hundred dollars. Just, uh, oh, that's awesome. 
And <laughs> oh, it's great. Doing the climb out of uh, Chimney Rock. Uh, a, a car was behind us for the longest time, and we kept thinking, like, just go by, like, it's because this is like 10 o'clock at night. And what they were doing was reading the car, and I guess gathering cash up that they had it on them, pulled up beside my wife and handed cash over. And it was just people, you know, just great. Just thumbs That's up. Fantastic. Way to go. Uh, I got to say, uh, law enforcement along the way was amazing. Uh, you know, you would expect maybe not to get stopped. But uh, uh, the uh, sheriffs would always stop. Hey, are you okay? Are you doing fine? What are you doing oh, right here? Always checking. Mm -hmm. uh, probably the coolest thing, which you never think you're going to have, is it's just a small world. Uh, and I don't know how much time we have, but uh, my brother-in-law was in the Army. And we were running through this small town in Tennessee. And my mother-in-law had posted on her Facebook page what was going on. And a, a soldier that he used to serve with lived in that small town that we were running through. No way. And wrote <laughs> uh, an email to my brother-in-law said, hey, I think your brother-in-law just ran on my road by my house. And he was like, no way. So he, of course, called my wife, said, hey, here's my friend's house. You ran by it. And he uh, is a runner himself and apparently has some pool in this county. Because uh, we we had stopped basically two miles from his house for the night to take off the next morning, and by the next morning he had a police escort. So he ran six or seven miles would be the next morning. We had a police That's escort awesome. all the way to the county line, eighteen mile police escort, lights going, and I was like, "That's I never thought I'd have a police escort while I was running." I kind of <laughs> felt like I was leading a marathon, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But that besides, is super cool. The sites were amazing. I mean, the, the scenery that you get to see on those back roads. Yeah. Uh, my probably my favorite scenery was the uh, road going down into Boiling Springs, uh, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, the mountains were absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the sky was blue. It was a cool morning. It was it was uh, beautiful. That's amazing, man. That is amazing. So was I it mean, harder running up the hills or down the hills? <laughs> I've done the uh, Blue Ridge Relay before and. <laughs> had the back of uh, the goat. I think isn't that what they call it? The goat. Yeah, that's one and of them. Man. Was hard. It was. It's harder to run down that thing than it might be to run up it. I don't know. It was uh, getting the the Blue Ridge Mountains. That's uh, some tough territory. I tell you, the hardest thing was trying to bike uphill. And I'm not normally a biker at all. And uh, mm. uh, I have a new respect for cyclists at this point because I. I never realized how hard it is to ride a uh, cycle up a hill. And uh, there's a couple of times where I was on the cycle and I just said, you know what, forget this. <laughs> I had my wife pull over and I, and I threw it in the car and I just kept running because it, that is a different set of muscle uh, and muscle memory. So yeah. uh, new respect for those guys, but uh, it's just a great way to see the country. And I said, selfishly for me, it's something I've always wanted to do, but we got yeah. to raise a ton of money and I, yeah. the money part I, I have to give that credit to my wife she's the one with the social media presence she's the one that was every day thinking of new and creative ways to get mm -hmm. people to donate uh to bring attention to it you know without that you know it's it was probably going to be a run and uh mm -hmm. and, and the St. Jude people even told us we were going to be happy if you raised fifteen thousand dollars 
uh, like when you told us that you were trying to raise 84, we thought you were crazy. <laughs> so, and where did, where did you end up? Uh, we're getting ready to find out the exact total. I think if you still go to our link now, it's at 85,000. Uh, but that's before some corporate matches that came in. Uh, oh, I, wow. I think we're at about $88,000. That's amazing, man. God, so that's so great. great. It's funny with this phone call uh, or this this podcast here. Uh, we were uh, uh, just received an email that now that we're in phase three, that St. Jude wants to have a meeting and go over everything that we did and give us the final total. So uh, I have a lunch scheduled on the 16th with them to learn all the final details of that. Spectacular, man. Can't wait to hear about that. Can't wait to wait. I mean, the, the, the physical finish line, you know, in Nashville must have been amazing. But the fact that this thing is still, you know, no pun intended, still has legs, has got to just make you feel like, man, this was more than worth it. More than oh, worth it. Definitely. And, I, and there was a person I forgot, and I wish I could remember his name. It would be maybe a long shot that he would listen to this podcast. He's from that. He lives in Nashville, was from Australia. But I believe his daughter was a St. Jude patient and about four miles out from the finish line. Uh, I saw this guy running towards me and he had the St. Jude colors on. And I was like, mm -hmm. I bet this guy's going to run with me. And I needed it at that point. My my left ankle was four sizes larger than it. Normally. Oh, boy. My foot hurt. My my whole lower body hurt. And just talking to this guy and hearing his story and him coming out and run. Those, those last miles, I didn't even think about it because I was so interested in his story. Mm -hmm. But seeing my family at the end and the people there, yeah. of course, I cried. I'm a kind of a crier in that way. But uh, it was a <laughs> great experience. That's that is that is awesome. What a, an exhilarating feeling to finally uh, hit the finish line um, and and celebrate that. And congratulations. Are you going to do it again? What's the <laughs> The funny thing is, is I don't like that I had to ride the bike at all. So uh -huh. we might do something again. It may not be the same route, but uh, there may be something in the plans for this coming spring that uh, we work with St. Jude to do something a little different. But uh, I, I've got to make the whole distance on foot. Well, we'll definitely keep in touch with you all now, one, man. <laughs> yeah, keep us posted. Thank you. Congratulations. I, you know, I think uh, it, there's so many neat parts of this story, Josh, and it, it just, you know, it, it, it kind of the, the just uh, exhilaration of crossing the finish line, the, 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 I'll mm -hmm. call it the romance of just running in the mountains and, and, yeah. and even the flatlands when you get out of the mountains and um, just every day being a part of that with your family by your side, uh, you know, behind you, ahead of you, just checking on you and making sure you're doing okay. Um, it, it's something that it, it's part of your legacy. It's something that will stay with you for the rest of your life. And, and then uh, the frosting on the cake is, you know, the, the, the 80 to $90,000 that you've raised that will go such a long way for such a worthy cause. And um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that St. Jude's does have a local presence in Charlotte, and they are connected to Novant Health um, yep. with a children's hospital program uh, over off of um, 
at the corner of Elizabeth and Hawthorne. So um, it, it, there is some local flavor to this too. Yeah, and the local team for St. Jude was amazing. Uh, I said, I, I can't say yeah. enough good things about St. Jude. Well, I appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much. Keep us posted on what's going on for next spring. If you got something in the works, we'd love to help you promote it and uh, help you again along the way uh, as, you know, one of the owners of Run For Your Life. Thanks for the shout out. We we enjoy doing stuff like this and, and helping people who are uh, trying to, to, to be a part of the greater good. And um, it, it's humbling to know that we played uh, even such a small part in in your success in, in doing this. So uh, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for the conversation. We wish you the best. Thank you. I appreciate your support and thank you for the opportunity to talk to you guys. All right. Thanks, Josh. Joshua. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novon Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your host, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.